Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand their body and their food and their environment and all the good stuff like that. So I am your host. I'm Shemaine Linney. I'm a fitness and nutrition expert and a biohacker. So this week's podcast is not going to be too long, but before we go on, please note that the information in these podcasts should not be taken as medical advice and should be taken and used for informational purposes only. Please do consult your doctor or medical professional before making any lifestyle changes. So um, this week we're just looking a bit at salicylates. Um, It's popped up a few times. Um, What are salicylates? Salicylates are organic chemicals that contain salicylic acid, salicylic acid, excuse me, as their foundation base found naturally in many herbs, vegetables, fruit and nuts. Now salicylates act like preservatives and protective mechanisms in foods so they help prevent rotting and disease and protect the foods against pests. Um, So like a protective barrier. They're stored in the most vulnerable plant parts, which of course happen to be the parts that we get the most nutritional benefit from. So the leaves, the bark, the roots, the skin and the seeds. Um, Salicylate load or intolerance. It can affect some people, but not all and not many people are rare aware of it because we regularly consume salicylates and our body has to detoxify and clear away these chemicals before they accumulate so detoxify go back and listen to last week's episode on detoxifying and how to support your pathways if you have good phase one and phase two um, detoxification pathways and everything is running really well then you may not have as much of an intolerance to salicylates as someone else might that um, has a big toxic load so the enzyme responsible for the detoxification belongs to the phenyl sulfur transferase group um, and this as such is responsible for the breakdown and detoxification of salicylates and phenolic compounds from foods. So remember I said enzymes and I always describe them like this to my clients and anyone I'm teaching. Enzymes are little kind of worker guys inside your body and they just help things move along and get things going. Um, So your enzyme um, happening in phase one detoxification and that's where going back and listen to the podcast will help you support how these little guys or these enzymes work um, so they're responsible for that breakdown of the salicylates and the phenolic compounds now we have a threshold for symptoms of salicylate accumulation and depending on how prevalent and active the PST enzyme so your phenyl sulfur transferase enzyme is in the body so um, how much you're supporting it and how well those little guys are working 
That will depend on your threshold to the symptoms of overload. So the better your phase one detoxification pathways and those PST enzymes are working, the less you're going to notice symptoms of salicylate intolerance. Um, So once our salicylate load gets to around the level where we're not tolerating it so well, we can start getting allergic style inflammatory reactions. Um, So that PST enzyme is a major contributor to the detoxification of phenols and salicylates via the starting point in phase one and then phase two of the liver. Um, So here are some signs and symptoms that you might have an issue or salicylate sensitivity. So um, constant headaches or migraines, um, asthma, sinus congestion, itching, sneezing and excessive phlegm All of those can bring home with dairy too, of course. Um, Itchy skin, rashes such as hives, um, urethicaria, eczema. Um, Itchiness can be often worse after a hot shower or exercise with salicylate issues or overload. Um, IBS symptoms, so irritable bowel symptoms, um, discomfort, farting, diarrhea, constipation, in some people, bedwetting and increased frequency of urination can be a problem when they have a salicylate overload. Um, behavioral problems, um, and I've heard this with some kids that aren't detoxing properly or aren't managing um, their salicylates, is behavioral problems um, kind of just being bold and restless and inattentive and they might have learning difficulties Um, and then irritability in adults as well can be an issue so it's very important to support the detox and the functions of the body so so important and um, sometimes I don't think people realize how important it is. So sleep disturbance and sleep apnea can be a symptom of salicylate um, overload. Anxiety and depression and panic attacks, of course, they're going to go hand in hand with your IBS symptoms. Um, Joint pain, inflammation, arthritis, tinnitus, again, IBS, bowel issues, inflammation, pains, arthritis, depression, they're all connected. Um, swelling and fluid retention. Um, last week in the detox podcast, I looked at how I like to support um, my lymphatic system, which helps with detoxification. So obviously that then follows with your swelling and your fluid retention that could show up in salicylate overload. Mouth ulcers um, or a hot red rash around your mouth as well can be another sign. Persistent cough, um, again those kind of allergic kind of um, reactions like puffy watery eyes, itchy eyes um, and then for some muscle cramps and twitching can also be um, there. So can you test for this enzyme deficiency um, to see 
if you're low in this enzyme that's supporting these pathways and making sure that you're getting rid of the salicylates, um, yes, um, but it can be hard. Um, so generally it's done by a biopsy um, specimen of the liver, obviously performed by a specialist and your doctor may not want to go down that road. Um, whether or not you can test true blood, um, it's not completely known, but you might be able to test true um, urine. So talk to your doctor about getting a urine test to see if the enzymes are there. Um, an oat test or an oat organic acid test um, may be able to give you some insight too um, on what's going on within the cells of your body. Um, so there, is, there are some foods that do have a higher content of salicylates than other. If I get a chance over the next few weeks, I will put that together in PDF form and upload it into my biohacking group. Of course, I'll let everyone know once I do that. So if you're not a member of the Facebook biohacking group, do. So it's uh, CMH biohacking for health and weight loss. I believe that's what it's called. There should be a link on my Facebook business page. Okay, so um, that is salicylates. Um, we'll do one on oxalates in a while too. Um, I hope you found that helpful. Of course, a lot of the symptoms that I listed can be connected with other health issues as well. So don't immediately think you have salicylate issues. Um, and then when I do a podcast about something else, you immediately think you have that. And all of a sudden you have every disease and illness in the world. So it's always good to get tested. Um, if you think there is an issue, do go speak to your medical professional and see, can they take a look into this a little bit more for you? Um, but that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please share with anyone you feel may benefit, of course. Um, help us reach the masses and make the world a healthier place. Super important. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe and we'll chat soon. Bye.